recording, so I don't have to share. <laughs> uh... Welcome to the Denim and Pearls Podcast. Business casual conversation laced with pearls of wisdom. Casual, authentic, unscripted dialogue about life, work, and entrepreneurship with the perfect blend of laughter and seriousness. Pull up a chair, kick back, and lean in as we welcome your hosts, Michelle Ross and Brian Swanson. I think we've got it. It sounds really weird, though. Hopefully it's not. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Now that you clapped, you probably missed it all up. I probably screwed everything all <laughs> But just free your mind, would you? I wear tight clothing, high heel shoes. Free your mind and the rest will follow. <laughs> that is our topic today. Yes. Why? Because Michelle's got in her head to clear the junk. Clear the junk in the trunk? That means diet. No, not that kind of junk. <laughs> Though a lot of people are going to do that for the new year. They're going to say, I'm going to drop 120 pounds next week. And, next you know, week? The un unrealistic goals that people like to set it for New Year's. Just remember, when we're saying clear that junk, it's not from the trunk. It's from your head. <laughs> so anyhow, my name is Brian. My name is Michelle Moross. And we are Denim and Pearls. Business casual. With pearls of wisdom from the porch. porch. <laughs> wow, we're in sync today. I know. This is awesome, awesome, that, that awesome. Means I, I love must when be that leaving happens. town. <laughs> Again, it's <laughs> crazy. Yes. Okay. So. so, free your mind. When you when you well, you didn't even say that. You said clear the junk. And when I when you first said the title this afternoon, I I was like, wait a minute. Does that mean I've got to clean my garage? You can. Does that mean I got to clean my car? Well, that actually is part of the clearing <laughs> your mind. You see, the thing is, is when your mind is cluttered with, I, I think I, I, what started this is I was reading um, a book by Steve Maraboli. And in the book- I was hoping book, you'd say Stephen King. No, 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 that's kind of okay. scary actually. No, but I was reading his book of quotes and it was, his book is called Unapologetic. And of course it's very common, yeah, for me. It, it was lovely, so, which is why you? I picked it up. And <laughs> in it, he has a story about, um, Bruce Lee? Bruce Lee, that's it. <laughs> wow, I knew that. We should play charades. <laughs> we should. Well, anyways, he has a story about Bruce Lee and Bruce Lee with his master. And he goes to see his master, and he goes to his master, and he goes, oh, my goodness, I did this fine, I did this fine, I'm doing so awesome, I did this, and I did this, and I did He's talking about all these wonderful things that he's been doing in his life. And the master sitting there waiting for him, patiently listening. And as he keeps going and going about all of his accolades, the master starts pouring tea into a cup okay and it fills to the brim and starts pouring over and bruce lee doesn't want to be rude to his master so he tries not to say it but stop pouring the tea my gosh it's overflowing i mean what are you doing uh, it's overflown there's no more you can fit in it and the master looks at him and smiles and says like you you are so full of yourself Mm. that you have nothing left, no room left for anything new to come in. And I thought in my head, you got to free your mind. You got to <laughs> clear that junk. And that's what started this whole thing. I've had it in my head all day long. And I'm actually on track with you on this because you really have to 
free things up or clear things up sometimes, you know, because we can only focus. This is a route I'm taking. Okay. It may not be the same that you're thinking, but you know, we can only accomplish one task at a time, no matter how much we say that we're multitaskers. I don't care who you are. The human brain will not let you do more than one thing at one time, or at least concentrate on it. Yes. You can play Pokemon and drive (laughs) or text and drive. Okay, you can do these things, but technically your brain does not allow you to do both things at the exact same time. Yeah, so you may be doing it. You may be doing it and accomplishing it and think you're multitasking and setting appointments and making phone calls and doing your taxes all at the same time. But you're not because your brain won't let you do it. Think of yourself like a, a, a phone. No, another analogy. Well, no, the think of it. There are times when your oh, phone, that's, cute. Your phone you get... that's my puppy, Aww, when daddy. your phone starts glitching <laughs> and what do you do? You turn it off and reset it, right? Reboot it. You reboot it. Right. Uh, whenever anything goes wrong, technical wise, if you have a computer and it goes bad, you and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Call tech support. You call tech support and they do unplug it. Three finger salute. For those that are old enough to remember what that your is. Your brain needs an unplug. So. When I when I'm saying this overflow, you got to empty some things. You got to let things go. It's everyone needs a reboot. And when we think in the, for the new year, we think, oh, I've got to redo everything. I've got to fix myself. I've got to do this. I got to do that. I got to. No, you're adding. Stop adding. What you need to do is zen out and do. Okay, I don't need this anymore. I'm gonna let this go. I'm gonna drop that. I'm not gonna worry about that in the past anymore. I'm gonna focus with today and what I want to do tomorrow. That's what that whole new year resolution is really about. It's what small step am I going to do for now on every day to get to where I want? Well, I personally think New, Year, New Year's resolutions are garbage. Because it's a waste of time because... Yeah, it's a waste of brain power. Yeah. you should. <laughs> if you want to do it for New Year, hmm? do it today. Yeah. Well, it's... I mean, the, what is the most common thing that New Year's resolution? I'm going to drop weight. I'm going to drop weight. I'm going to lose 10 pounds or I'm going to lose 500 pounds. So I'm going to go to... Well, wait a minute. That's a lot. Um, anyhow, I'm going to end up going to the gym. Well, and- actually, if you want to lose 500 pounds, it's about two, two and a half people. There might be two and a half people you want to no longer have in your life because they're probably toxic for you. Oh, yeah, that's probably there, there's two- 500 yeah. pounds you can lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that's the thing. But you go, we go to a gym and then 30 days, you know, sign up for that yearly membership. A hundred and something dollars a month. Wait, is that how much they are really right now? Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. So 170 bucks a month. And you use it for the first 30 days, but you're contracted for the rest of the year. Where do you think uh, gyms make their money? January. January. They always do. So, so if you're a gym, not- we're not we're not smashing you. We're not we're not. No, you. no. It's just the fact that if you want to lose weight, if you want to get more exercise, if you want to do something better for yourself, stop waiting for a specific day. Right. The, I, the day the idea comes into your head, do it. Right. I mean, choose your birthday, for instance. What are you going to change about you on your birthday? It doesn't have to be January 1st. Well, here's my thing. My birthday's on the 17th of October. Mm-hmm. I just announced it. Nah. The 17th of every month, I do something very special for me. And it's I write down things I've done, like a, chest, a checklist of the good things I've done or right. whatever, or what I want to do. So I make major changes on the 17th of every month. I do something. Interesting. No wonder I can't keep up with you. Yes. So the 17th is a magic number for me. It's it's how I remember to take care of me. On the 17th, 
stop, do something for me. Right. So find a day and do, so do it for special. you or do it for somebody else. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we can change anything that we do, any of our actions, we can change at any moment. And the one thing that I have noticed recently, I mean, I used to do a whole lot of networking groups mm -hmm. and the question always, you know, always came up or rose, arose. The, the, the question always arose. How do I get out of my networking group? Huh? Or should I leave my networking oh, group? Oh, okay. I heard that. I used to hear that a lot. And that means people are looking for change. They're thinking that the networking group is not doing something for them. It's not doing enough for them. It's taking up too much of their time or they've just got too many networking groups or they've got too many things going on. And a lot of people recently have cleaned their plate and they say, okay, I'm done for the next 30 days. I'm not doing a networking group. I'm not doing a board meeting. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that and just relax on it. And then once those 30 days are over, then they go back and they pick and choose what they're going to do. Clean your mind space. <laughs> so we're talking about a lot of physical things too. But. Well, my thing is, is clean your mind space. But here's the thing about mind space. If your garage is cluttered, your house is cluttered, things like that are cluttered. Don't things, let my wife see this. If things are cluttered around you, it's usually your mind that really wants to clear out. <laughs> because you can tell when my house is a mess, I'm a mess mentally. If, so, I, if I went with that, I'd be really in big trouble. Yeah, you'd be in trouble. You know what my garage looks like. <laughs> but I can get my cars in. I get two, yeah, car, two out see, of the three. But you really can't think about it. Because see, like with us, we have a household of other people in there. So yes. it's an accumulation of other people too. And so I had to step back. and Because I came home one day from one of my trips. and went, my gosh, my house is a mess. What's wrong with me? I mean, I, I've obviously lost. And I went, wait a minute. I haven't been home for two weeks. This isn't me. This is someone else. Someone else has something they want to clear. You see? So think about that. Mm -hmm. you or your it. office. Or your office or mm -hmm. your 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 junk drawer. I always have a junk drawer because I give myself the space to be messy in at least one space. That's my I'm junk thinking drawer. I have like three junk drawers. I have a junk food table. <laughs> in a closet and a... My junk food table, right? Because you love my junk food table. I'm going to sidetrack, but here's something I just, I, I, was I talking, I don't, I don't think I was talking to you about it the other day, yeah. about people staying in the same place for years and years and years. I'm finally understanding why, I'm getting to the age, I guess maybe that's what it is. I'm understanding why people stay in their houses forever and they never leave their city. Why? Because it's comfortable. It's easy. Comfort zone. Comfort zone. That's part of it. Another part of it, like right now, we've been in this house now for 16 years, I think. Yeah, 16 years. August was 16 years. And I used to always wonder how anybody could leave live in a house past five. Wow. So That's now I'm here. For military. Well, military and my dad used to move around yeah, when he used had to a job. Move all kinds of stuff like that. And I never could understand why anybody could stay in one house for all of their life and then end up having their, you know, buying mom and dad's house to stay there. I'm starting to get a clue on that. Why? Because I'm getting old and I've been in the same place for too long. <laughs> However, I'm not stressed over it. No. And what's funny with us is with my family is my husband knew when I was ready, I was ready to move because I rearranged all the furniture. And if I couldn't move the furniture because of the house, I rearranged all the cabinets in the kitchen and he would do time to move. I do. <laughs> 
I'm a massive purger. And so my thing is, is I want to move everything. And if it doesn't fit where I want it to fit, it goes away. Well, you know, they always say that if you go through your closet or your basement or whatever, and you haven't looked at it in three years, it's time to get rid of it. It's time to say bye-bye. But I, I have to kind of sort of disagree with that just because there's a lot of mementos in a lot of cases. So there are things that yeah, I think I, they I tell went through, you to I look through it. I mean, right. look through it quickly. It's like, do you feel it? No. Okay. Feel it. Okay. Keep it. Do you feel it? No. And it's a, a really quick process. It's because if you think too long, you do, well, maybe I should keep it. Just it's like all those it's. books I've read through osmosis. Maybe I should clear the shelves. <laughs> You can't tell me nobody out there has bought a book, put it on the shelf, and never read it. Um, I've had books stacked on the side of my bed that I haven't read, where I opened it <laughs> and I went, "Okay, this looked a lot cooler in the page I opened at the at the at the library or where." Oh no, I'm thinking it. like speakers. You find you find a, a motivational speaker, you go see them, and you're all jazzed up. And hey, I'm offended. No, I'm not talking about just you. Maybe it happens to all of us. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> you know, and you pay a fortune for the book because you know that you're going to take it and you know that you're going to end up doing it. And then six years later, you find the book. You know, I probably should read that. <laughs> I actually have found like CDs, uh, not CDs, um, Cassettes? cassette tapes yeah. of a motivational speaker I went to see like 20 mm -hmm. years ago. And it's a case of like, 50 and you're supposed to go through every and i never opened the box the cellophane still on. yeah i never opened it you could probably get i actually have one of those right now and i know exactly where it's at and it has all the cellophane on it and it has all the books and this is an entire complete program and here's the really sad part i just remember the guy was a big name at the time and i actually won the program i didn't even buy it I won the program. So what he needs to do is go on eBay and try to sell it because somebody's looking for it. Well, I laughed about it. That would help me clean out my nightstand. Yeah, see? I mean, there's things that you can get rid of. I mean, my, my big thing is I promised myself I wouldn't keep all of my children's things. Right? You kept your children. I kept my children. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is... is I, I wanted to keep things for, oh, and this is why I bought the little thingy because, oh, they were sick. And I and I was keeping it. I went, wait a minute. Here's the deal. My husband and I made a deal. We have one bucket for each child. It's only this big. Okay. And we keep something, a memento from them that, that they might want to give to their children or their, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Right. That's how we did. We kept oh, them. Well, that's what we kept. I thought there was more. I thought no, you so have, so I have, thought you decided to burn them all. No, 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 no. We oh. kept those. So I have like their first baby outfit from when they came from from the hospital. Their little first little clippings and their little baby book. All those kind of things. But that's the rest a, of it. That's a girl thing. Purged. Everything else went, went away. Isn't that a girl thing? No, because my husband's thought it was his idea. Oh, it was his idea. Mm -hmm. But who all did it? Who actually did it? Uh huh. Yeah. So. <laughs> Clear your mind and the rest will follow. Or in the case of. Uh, so if I clear my clear my garage, what's going to follow? Peace and harmony, because your wife won't be upset at you for having a messy garage. How did you come up with that answer so quickly? <laughs> I know your wife. <laughs> Peace and harmony. So think about that, guys. If you have a garage that you have not tended to, you might want to clean it out for the new year. That would be the best Christmas present ever for them, your spouse, your significant other, someone you love to drive their car and park it into their garage. Well, she can it. park her car in the garage. 
It's the other side. <laughs> so all the cars are in the garage. So think about weird things like that, because something as significant is what you think is insignificant is huge for someone in your life. So think about it. There's more than gifts that you can give. Those are gifts that keep on giving. Well, that, <laughs> that's an old commercial, isn't it? Yes. The gift that keeps on giving. Was, yes. Like, like, what was that? Um, unfortunately. Seiko watch or something? Oh, I've got something much worse in my head. I, <laughs> I don't think those were public commercials. <laughs> no, it was a public service announcement in the Philippines. You remember, oh, really? You remember those? I've never been oh, to the Philippines. Oh, they were an AFRTS, AFRTS. Oh. I won't sing it because it was a song on the radio. Can I sing it? You won't be offended? I don't know. If they played it on AFARTS, it should be fine, shouldn't it? This is what I remember from when I was seven. And I oh, when you were seven, and I didn't this know, could be strange. I didn't know what it was. And I used to sing it because it sounded really good. Ready? VD is for everybody, not just for a few. <laughs> and what was that for? It was a health ad advisement overseas on AFARTS. On AFRTS. VD is for everybody? Not just for a few. Anyone can spread VD to someone nice like you. And I used to sing it. And my brother said, please stop singing that song, Michelle. That is inappropriate. I do. But it sounds good. And he said, don't sing that song in public. I... You don't remember those things from in, from in the military? I guess not. Kind of Maybe we had public service announcements where they would sing things like they'd had jingles about venereal diseases and well, about hernias and about uh, alcoholism. I mean, it was all sorts of weird commercials that were played as I can see that. Well, us. you said the Philippines was a little bit behind. I can see we that. I can see that for the 50s, the 60s and the 70s, but not into the 80s. It was playing in the... Because, I mean, even in the movies now, the... <laughs> and I or remember... if you ever watch MASH, they had to go and watch them. <laughs> yeah, they had to watch They had to go to the... The, 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 the... the movie theater thing. No, not the movie theater thing. It was, but it, yeah, was, it was the mess hall. Yeah, the tent. The mess tent. They had to go to the mess tent and watch some movie about... <laughs> sexes or whatever but that's what they did the Philippines is we didn't have commercials like you all have in here in america or wherever you are we had military specific commercials that played on our tv so when i came to america and you know saw pepto-bismol commercials and you know tic-tac commercials i was fascinated by commercials because all of ours were really boring that's, or that's songs like that's really interesting because i i mean I spent time overseas. We, we digress against our. Um, <laughs> we mind. did kind of, didn't we? But I'm still kind of amazed at this. Yeah, look them up. Nineteen late 1970s, early 80s commercials at AFRTS, American Forces Radio and Television Service. AFRTS, AFRTS. What? Wow, that put, that was too much of an impression on you. It was. It was huge. You definitely got to clear that out of your mind. <laughs> exactly. No, because they're great examples of how music ties us to things that we don't even realize. Yeah, I, I, I'm clueless. I, I how don't, about hold I mean, the pickles, I was in Japan. hold the lettuce, special orders, don't upset us. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay, so that's, that was because that was a real commercial. Well, the thing is, is music works when you're trying to remember things, and I have a very um, 
musical memory. Was you one of those ones when they had to memorize things in class in school that they said, We the people, in order to form a more perfect you, union, establish justice, ensure domestic you did put a tune to it. Yes. Provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and, and secure the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our prosperity to ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. Now, here's the neat part about that. What? Try and type that out without singing the song. I can't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> it's like saying the alphabet. Mm -hmm. You can't say the alphabet. A, B, C, D, E. A, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L. Without stopping at the same point. So anyways, clear your mind and the rest will follow. I've cleared my mind up a lot of things, but I did not erase music. Why? Because they stick with me well. What, what sticks with you? So keep what works, purge what doesn't, repeat what works, don't repeat what doesn't. Step number one. Ta-da! Step number three, see step number one. Yes, drop mic. So... Clear your mind. Does that mean we're done? And the rest will fall. Wow. So as you're coming through the holidays and you're thinking, oh my gosh, my life is chaos. Look at your life and see what you want to drop out of it. What What's in your pool? What, what are you doing? That doesn't mean Uncle Bob either. No, no. What I'm saying is, <laughs> do you have five networking meetings you go to in the morning and you have to scramble and race to the next one or you know, those kind of things? Sometimes you need to step back to see where you really want to be and what resonates with you. And listen to your gut. You know, another thing that I find interesting? What? Have you ever had that thing where you're going every, well, you do it all the time because your days are interrupted all the time. So, yes, you you have it. But some of us, we go through and we go through these patterns because we are in that rut. We are in that pattern. We go to the same networking gr group at the same time, every on the same day, you know, the whole nine yards. And we constantly have this. It's Or even if you're not a, a networker that you network during the day and you're you know, you go to work at seven o'clock in the morning, you get off at four, you go home, you mow the lawn, you go to bed, and then you start all over again. It's always repetitive. Or as I said in my TEDx, the differences between a rut and a grave are the dimensions. Well, this is true. Right, right. And I agree with that. But what I'm looking at here for this part of the, the, the conversation is we get into these patterns and then it's interrupted by something that's really, really important because we always say we don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. Don't have enough time to do that. There's no way I can go to that meeting. There's no way I can do this. There's no way I can do that. And then all of a sudden, something of an emergency, let's say, happens is to be extreme about this. The I don't know. It was like when James got in the truck accident or my kid yeah, got in the truck accident. I dropped everything, went to that. And guess what? I had time. Exactly. And it amazes me when those kind of things happen because you just go wow, maybe I didn't need to do what I just dropped in order to go to something else. That's Hi, my name important. is Michelle. I was strapped in my head after a car accident for two, <laughs> over two years. I learned that all these things that I thought were so important weren't. Yeah, so, but it just, I find it fascinating because my brain just wraps around it and goes, I'm not in my normal pattern, but I don't have to be. You don't have to be. It's crazy the on how things thing, can interrupt your and life. And the thing is, is that pattern is set by you. <laughs> it's a choice. You can change it. So free your mind of the pattern that you think you must have. 
that's part of that stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something a little different every day. I always have my coffee in the morning and I always read these three pages in the newspaper, but I, I, I always miss, I always, I'm always late for work because I have to drink this coffee and I have to drink the, read these three pages. Well then don't change well, one of them well, if, or if start earlier. Because if we also look at the, look at, say, what do they call those things that you say them in the morning? Affirmations. Yeah. Saying your affirmations, doing them in the morning or whatever. The, we always want to have that repetitiveness and the consistency. The mind delights. So how do we balance between? You, you keep it consistent <laughs> and change one tiny thing. And once your brain realizes that one tiny thing can change without causing chaos and making your entire house of cards fall, it does, huh, we can, we can change that. That's not so bad. And see, for those of you go, going back to the whole, oops, going back to the whole, um, I, I want to drop weight for New Year's. Change one small thing. Don't say, I'm going to cut all this and all that and all this. And on the first day of New Year's, you do it for a whole four days and you do, man, I really miss this stuff. I don't know how people do. This is not for me. No, it's because you're extreme about it. Might I one suggest cutting out soda? Thing. One <laughs> small thing. You cut out soda really quickly and you're going to get a headache if you're a heavy drinker of soda. Oh, yeah, if you're so, caffeine. So you cut down the number and then stop. So cut it down to you know you're not going to get the headache and then stop and see what happens. And then when you do get the headache, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I better have another one. Only take a sip and your brain does, oh, I can fix this with only a sip. And the next time, don't take the sip. And then it lets you. That's how change happens. One tiny step at a time. It does not mean you need to rip off a Band-Aid. So one piece of elephant at a time. One tiny bit at a time. I don't like saying eat elephants because, you know, Erin <laughs> Bear might be a little upset. She has her, you know. Her elephant thing. That's her, that's her logo. I wasn't referring to her elephant. I know, but you know, she's sensitive about elephants. But the thing is, this one tiny step, one tiny change that you can implement every day. And the next thing you know, you've done one tiny change for a month. And that whole month of tiny changes becomes a huge change at the end of the month. One tiny change. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in him. You can do it. So. We're I think done. we're done. I think we're done. I oh, know yeah, it's pretty good stuff. I, I think so. I, mean, I, I know we're good. How we're, about you? We're a little biased, but you know. <laughs> so free your mind and the rest will follow. Free wow. your mind from all the things you think you must do and realize you don't have to. It's a choice to do them all. Yes, you might have to go to work. Yes, you might have to pay your bills, but all the other things that are stressing you out. Let go of some things in your life that are causing you stress. Okay? Go be the best version of you. Be unapologetic and free your mind. Peace. Peace. Bye.